I'm a guy with the camera here. If you die, can I have your car? Sweet. <laughs> Curious rambling. <laughs> Good evening. Good evening, yes. Evening, Albert. We're back. After a week off? A week off, yeah. You'd think I would be prepared. But I was like, <laughs> before you got here, I was frantically typing, typing my notes, just trying to think of stuff. I, I think I started yesterday, but... You look pretty sharp. Thank you. I've got new pants. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, which is part of my week. How, so, how's your week? My the last when did we last talk about two weeks ago? Yes, almost. Um, yeah. So lots has happened, mostly uninteresting. But I've right. got the mother-in-law here, so I haven't seen her for two years and nine months, which is Blissful. been a real long time. Uh-huh. But um, for Domenica, felt quite sorry for her because the whole COVID issues and restrictions and borders being closed she was supposed to come two years ago so it's been great to have her here and she, she's met her grandchild and seen her daughter again so she's yeah. been super helpful and first time in australia so oh yeah saw kangaroos today oh god did you, did you take her to the golf <laughs> no uh to caversham they went so did, uh, I, I, I was working did fabrizio leave his where to find kangaroos man <laughs> <laughs> he left too yeah he left the other eye because he dr he, fabrizio he messaged me last week A little bit odd. Too complicated? Too complex? It's too complex for my palate. It's a bit of a wine. I'll say wine because... So it's Rocky Ridge. Do we need a swell? Yeah, just check out the legs on it. Yeah, I've got a spit bucket for you. (laughs) (laughs) So Rocky Ridge is New Zealand um, beer. Rocky Ridge is New Zealand. Pretty sure it said New Zealand. Oh, I don't know. Maybe it's not because I had one that said New Zealand Pilsner. Maybe it's an Australian wine. So I just assume they're all New Zealand. Check that out. Check that out. Go grab the can. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know why, it just said long white cloud, so I assumed all their beers were from New Zealand. Where is Rocky Ridge from? Please be New Zealand. I think it might be WA, isn't it? Really? Maybe it is. Do you need help? I can't read. Those glasses It doesn't tell me. Made in New Zealand. No, I don't know. This is a Bustleton beer, Ben. Oh, okay, so Rocky Ridge is a Bustleton beer. (laughs) So I, I did a little bit of research and I was looking at the first one because there's Not another one. good research. No, because it was a, a New Zealand Pilsner and I was like, okay, sweet. They must all be New Zealand then. Yeah. Um, turns out, no, I just read the headline and didn't read the article. So, Wouldn't so, it be nice? So it's a what? A Bustleton Beer, WA. This one is Wouldn't, W-O-O, not Wouldn't, like be nice oak pale ale. So it's dry hopped before resting in oak for nearly six weeks. Bright golden pale ale has uh, it says massive citrus, tropical fruit, and oak-driven uh, vanilla aromas. You... I'm getting some citrus. Yeah. I'm getting the vanilla. I'm getting the vanilla. Mm. Wow, aren't we connoisseurs? Apologies, Rocky Ridge. Yeah, guess... when you said New Zealand, I was like, no, they're Western Australian. Yeah. Yep. All right. Cool. <laughs> Very good. The next one we have will be a New Zealand pilsner. <laughs> so, what's been happening in your neck of the woods? Um, finally got my new car. Did you? Yeah, picked it up last Friday. Oh, awesome. It's so, so much better than my old one. Eh? Yeah. Like, my old one had electric windows, and that was about the gist of the uh, technology in it. And this one's just got, like, electric everything. And I get in, I feel like Tom Cruise in Top Gun, just go to, like, press all the buttons, go through the pre-flight checklist. <laughs> so, yeah, it's a bit overwhelming, but, yeah, paint job is on point. There's a twinkle in your eyes this evening. I have a slight boner. Speaking of cars... Got a phone call yesterday from Nicole. Had a car accident, so her oh. car is in the shop. Um, is this a dad joke? No, this is a because no, <laughs> it said dad joke there. No, <laughs> I don't. I don't always tell dad jokes, Albert. But when That's I do, when I do, he laughs. <laughs>, laughs. Uh But yeah, no, she was in a car accident, so had to go drop everything from work and pick her up. How is she? She's fine. It was just a minor fender bender. Was it her fault? Yes, absolutely. It was her fault. <laughs> what did she do? She just drove into the back of somebody. Uh, she told me that she all of a sudden turned like 97 years old and pressed <laughs> the accelerator instead of the brake and just into the back of someone. So 
her car. It's, I think it's fine. They'll probably just have to replace the front bumper. And, and she's got a pretty new car. It's like a month old, yeah. <laughs> so she was quite upset when I got the phone call. Did Fortunately, you, Did you rock up in your new car? Yeah, that's right. And I made a walk home. Right. I just gave a bus fare and I said, see you later. New car. Bye. <laughs> now, see you. Fortunately, the guy that she hit was, he was a cool guy. His car yeah. was basically, it still had to get towed because the yeah. rear tire was flat or something, but cool guy waited there to make sure that How she How many toys rocked up? Two, just two. Um, I think I heard the news on the radio while I was driving to the city to get her, but, and the tow truck lady was really lovely as well. So yeah. all in all, it was probably the best of a bad situation. Talking about maybe good stuff. Yeah. The Origin, did you watch it? Yes. Did you enjoy yeah. it? I don't know who won. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I enjoyed it. It was, it was a good game. Went down the varsity and drew up. What a slaughter in the second half. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Hey, where did you watch it? I just watched it at home on the day that it was on. Uh, yeah, I went to the pub with my brother-in-law and... You got smashed? Quite drunk, did yes. Did you pull a sickie? No, no, I went to work the next day like a trooper I am. I'm not feeling very good, but <laughs> but yeah. yeah, it was a good game. Um, Optus looked awesome. What a spectacle! Did you say they got they got names like venue of the year in, in some I've heard awards? About that, yeah. yeah, up against other massive international stadiums. Yeah, it's such it is really like it. It's such a good venue. People bagged our old mate Barnett when he was you know let's put it in Burswood. But like the true liberal visionary he was. <laughs> We're getting political. Yeah, just powered ahead. And he built just a world-class stadium. But I always remember watching Colin Barnett and because uh, he lost the election to our now Premier Mark McGowan. Macca. Marky Mark. And one thing that stood out was they were cutting the ribbon. There was a few kids there. I'm not sure if they were and sick kids or something Troy like that. Troy Buswell was sniffing a chair at the same That's time. right. Yeah, no, yeah, he was in Parliament actually while everyone was gone. It's like, oh, yeah, it's my he dream. After crashing his car. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I just remember they cut the ribbon and Marky Mark just sort of went on to do his speech or whatever. Yeah. Colin Barnett made sure that the, the, the two kids that were there yeah. each each got a piece of the ribbon to yeah. sort of commemorate. So he was, it was very conscious of... Oh. And I thought, well, you know, people think he's a bit of a, a knobhead, but just that, that moment just made me think, what, what a nice guy. What a... I like... Yeah. Yeah, fist bump. Go Colin. Go Colin. Go yeah. Colin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Talking about Optus, the week afterwards was the Wallabies. Did you watch that game? No, no. Sunday night, right? Sunday? No, it was a Saturday game. Saturday. What was happening on Saturday? I'm not huge in the rugby union. Oh, it was a game. It was an awesome game. So do you know what happened? Australia won. Australia won, but they yeah. were down. Um, one, one of their players got sent off, rightfully so, trying to headbutt one For of the For how long? English the whole players. game? Yeah, so he got a red card. Oh, okay. Which may, means... That's it. Sent off, like soccer. So they played one man down for they the They played game. one man down for most of the game. When he got sent off, the guy who he tried to headbutt got a yellow card, so he was sin bin for 10 minutes. And at that stage, I think it was England 6, Wallaby 0. So I was thinking, this is going to be tough, I think, because England were playing a lot better as well at, at the start. Mm -hmm. And then somehow they sort of maintained their composure. And won. Kept playing pretty well. One of the English players got sin binned as well, I think, in the second half. And... The Wallabies got a few tries and it ended up they were leading thirty to fourteen. It oh, was shit. ridiculous. Wow, that's so massive. Yeah. It was a massive game. Um, I like Union as well. I think it sometimes can be a bit too penalty focused and a little bit stop yeah, and start. Yeah. But what a game. But if you didn't watch it, let's stop talking about it. Well it's funny how you say Sinbin because you know, growing up, Dad was a massive rugby league supporter. Yeah. So whenever we were naughty we used to get sent to the sin bin as kids. You'd basically get a chair and turn it around and stick us in the corner. We'd have yeah. to sit in the sin bin for you know ten minutes and contemplate our actions. Yeah, but that's probably why I don't watch rugby now because it just brings back memories of my terrible childhood. Are you watching Ninja Warrior? No. Do you like it? Uh not really. They're too athletic for me. I just think okay. I've got better things to do. With do you think life. you do well? Uh no. I think because I get puffed walking up my stairs <laughs> at the moment. So I don't know. Yeah, I'd give it a red hot crack, but I'd be keen to. I think there's some type of warrior setup or ninja type circuit in Osmond Park. I'd be keen to have do a they do it? crack. Yeah, yeah, yeah I don't know. Just, I think it requires a lot of cardiovascular endurance. Do you have that? Um, average, but yeah. it requires also a lot of upper body strength. Yeah, I've got that in spades. So, but yeah. Yeah. I think I'd be good at it. Yeah, you got that long arms, long reach. About two months of training. Oh, so you would try? Oh, so you wouldn't just rock up after the podcast? No, I think I'd fail straight away because they're, they're pretty hard. Would you like to do it sober and then drunk just to see which way you perform better? Well, I think I know 
that'll perform way better sober. Really? Okay, I think just you'd like loosen your inhibitions. You wouldn't be worried about like distance and gaps and things and hurting yourself because that, as an adult, you're landing straight in the pool. Yeah, but as an adult, don't you find like you as a kid you were you're adventurous. You'd try anything. You didn't really worry about yeah. consequences. But now, as an adult, you're like, ooh, that's a bit steep. I won't, you know, go down that hill or something. Don't want to pull a hammy. Self preservation really kicks in, but. <laughs> But as a kid, you just don't have that, really. No, you jump off trees, skateboard down hills. Yeah. Yeah. No, just, I don't know. Alcohol helps with that. It does. Red hot chilli peppers? Uh, I'm not a big fan. I appreciate them. Post Malone? Uh, are you going to them? To uh, the I don't know if tickets have been released for the general public yet, but I would like to go and see them. That's at Optus Stadium. You're trying to get a few people to come? Yes. I'll No doubt I'll have somebody to go with, but... Um, yeah, Red Hot Chili Peppers are probably my favourite band. After really? Friends All Wrong. Yeah. Uh, after Friends All Yeah, after Friends All I was seeing Friends All at work today, just in the pops <laughs> in my head. Friends All's back. They're back, number one. So yeah, I think I'd like to go. Question, Stranger yeah. Things. Yeah. Do you reckon it's good or not? The whole show or last yeah, series? the whole show. Are you enjoying the last, the series four, is it? Yeah. Season four? So I finished season four, binged the last two episodes last I'm in week. episode four. Okay. I'm thinking it's getting a bit too over the top. How do you mean? It just seems to be getting more and more far-fetched. Okay. You know, it is a fantasy horror, right? Not well, a, it is, but yeah. when you think about the first one, that was also obviously in the, in the same sort of realm, but I feel now it's just, I don't know, it's, it doesn't make sense compared to the first two. Yeah. It seems to just they're making up a new monster and do you feel yeah. like that? Well, yeah, it was, it was uh, like we need to do another season. Let's just pretend this guy was always here, like always the bad guy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think I enjoyed it because I stuck through and watched yeah. the two and a half hour finale. I um, thought the first season was really good. Second and third, I feel like they're dropping off a little bit. And this one, I feel, even though I'm thinking it's gone a bit far-fetched and they're just making up stuff, the way it's been done, it's, yeah, I think they're, they're doing a good job. But There's going to be probably another season. Yeah, I think they're just Do you know, to me, the, the, the stupidest thing is the, the ability that they have is just to like force push people like push people away with their minds like that's about it i find that's like the stupidest power and it happens like nicole watches supernatural yeah and i, I actually enjoy it more than i let, that i let on because it's quite entertaining but again like you've got these demons or angels and stuff that are capable of all sorts of things and then it comes to the crunch it's another thing that really grinds my goat Breaks my goat is when like a, a villain or somebody's about to kill a good guy and they just push them away or something like that. That's, yeah. that's their go-to thing. So yeah. it just seems like such a dumb superpower to have is just like moving stuff. So eleven, what she can do? Yeah, basically, yeah, and then she concentrates and then pushes something. So I, I'm only up to the bit where she's just maybe there's a bit of a spoiler, but um, grab the roller skate. Oh yeah, that's that yeah. Angela, is yeah. it? Oh, I can't remember the character's name. That was earlier. That was on, pretty yeah. brutal. That was good. See, that was way more effective than pushing it with a little mind powers. Roller skate brutal. The face, so yeah. that's just happened. That other weedy, dorky journalist. They've just found him on the road. So just oh yeah, that's that. right. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah just okay. got up to that. Um, and then that basketball team are now looking for. Oh yeah, that's weird too. That storyline. So let's see. Let's see what happens. But I've been watching it on the train and stuff like that. Do you watch The Boys on Amazon Prime? No, but I've heard that's good. It's real. This season has been very good, and I'll I'll tell you something. It's not a spoiler. It's just the funniest thing. The start to the series. So there's you know, boys of all. All these characters have different powers. Mm-hmm. One of the guys is like Ant Man. He can shrink and grow. <laughs> so have you heard about this scene? No, but I've seen the movie Ant Man with is it Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd. Yeah. yeah. So this guy, he he's um he goes and meets his gentleman lover <laughs> in a, in a room. <laughs> And he's like, ah, oh, I want you inside of me. I thought, okay, then they're just going to do, you know, butt stuff. But he shrinks down and then the other guy puts his penis on a table. Yeah. And he, the small guy walks into this guy's penis, into his Jap side. And he's just in, and the scene is he's just in there and he's just like touching the inside. Of the, and the guy's just like, oh, this is great. And then the guy inside the penis sneezes and he goes big full human size and just rips this guy oh. in half it's such it's the funniest scene like yeah ouch yeah that would yeah ouch yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah so that would suck <laughs> god 
Hey, uh, Red Dot Challenge. Oh, did, yeah. did you nearly forget about this? Uh, I was meant to go last night, and yeah. because of circumstances already mentioned, I didn't go, but I did go tonight. Yeah. I don't know how I went. Uh, you said a garden friend. Yeah. So I just went and went straight to the gnome section. Yeah. Because that's they live in the garden. And I don't know, I've got two photos. Because this one says, uh, bless this garden. Is that... Weed killer. Weed killer? Oh, okay. No, no, really? no, no, you're right, you're right. <laughs> was, it, was it exactly that one? It was one of them. So, okay. but it, yeah, it was them. Ah, uh, so yes. Garden but I thought, because you said it on the last episode, you yeah. mentioned garden gnome. I thought, oh, crap, that was pretty easy. I thought maybe I'll trick you with weed killer. Which oh, that, red that does. That would have been perfectly acceptable too, I think. Yeah, okay. I think um, that was the last time hey, I did that. Have you got one for me? No, because I wasn't sure how well it's been received. Like, the, the audience has no... We like, haven't oh. got any feedback, have we? No. The only feedback I had this week was, where was last week's episode? From who? Uh, a couple of people. I got a text message from really? um, somebody Ooh. in the United States. <laughs> no, you didn't. <laughs> no, just a, a message from a friend. I got a message from a guy in Anchorage in Alaska. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. From a carrier pigeon. <laughs> no, Stacey, one of our avid listeners... Uh, she messaged me and said, like, what's going on? And then Tanya as well from work, what happened to episode, this week's episode? So I had to let them down. And then I also warned them that we've got a bit more of a hiatus yeah, as well yeah. coming up for yeah. a couple of weeks. Yep. Yeah. Because you're otherwise disposed. Just got too much going on. You're a busy guy. I'm trying to fit it in. I'm trying to fit it in. That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> so Nicole said something sexy to me yesterday. Bigger than usual? No, no, she's never said that. <laughs> it's never said no that. way <laughs> but she's like oh um if i was to go into the spare room and just clean up clean it out and throw away a few things <laughs> would you would you be okay with that and i could put another table in there and i was just like oh yes <laughs> finally it's been 11 years and you said would it be okay if i clean up and throw away some things <laughs> so yeah she's pregnant now so. is, she, <laughs> is she a bit of a hoarder oh ultimate hoarder it's yeah you say ultimate but you're no yeah i know yeah it doesn't look too bad no, I conceal things very well, but she likes... So pretty much, I was trying to what, think... What else do you conceal, Ben? Yeah. <laughs> My vagina. Uh, I like... So I'll, I'll go through and just throw stuff out, but I was trying to count like the things in this house that belong to me, and yeah. I think there's about seven of them. The rest is just seems to be in the cool stuff. <laughs> like my TV, the PlayStation, all the cool stuff, right? All, all the cool stuff. Yeah. The beer. Yeah. What else is going on? What do you want to talk about? Well, what's the time now? 6.09pm, uh, GMT plus 8. Yeah, so a couple of weeks ago we spoke about things that people don't know about us. Oh, yeah. And when I was trying to come up with things at the time, I came up with not very much at all. And obviously after we spoke about that and what happened and all that stuff, I was like, oh, there's this, there's that, there's these things. Yeah. But I was homeless for a night. Okay. Have you been homeless for a night? Wait, when you mean homeless, like, were you in between homes or you just had nowhere to sleep? I had nowhere to sleep. Not really. Not, uh, no, I wouldn't say. You've just fallen asleep in the bush. That's the closest that you've I've walked home from the pub and I've gone, yeah, this is not not for me. I'm going to have a nap and just slept in the bush for a while. Um, Got a few ticks on your neck. I woke up and my dad was looking for me because Cowgill fucking rang my parents my old landline, I think. It's like, oh, has Ben home yet? And like, no. He's like, oh, he left the pub hours ago. So my dad's walking through the streets looking for me. Why did he ring? I don't, I don't know. Because <laughs> did why does he do anything, I guess? <laughs> and actually not that long ago on the way home, I was I couldn't get a train and I couldn't get an Uber. And I was like, I might just sleep in a bush because I'm really drunk and <laughs> I can't be fucked. I didn't, I didn't though. I persevered and I managed to get an Uber. So what's my... <laughs> Just, it was just too much for me. I was like, fuck this shit. I, what, what was your work? My one was in Switzerland and after work I went into Zurich. And caught up with some friends, had some drinks, had some food and then caught the last train back to Lucerne where I was living at mm. the time. And as I tend to do when I have a few beers, I fell asleep. Yep. And then remember waking up as I was leaving the train station I was supposed to get off at. Mm-hmm which is Lucerne, and then continued leaving. I was like, oh, okay, well, I'll just get off at the next station. Hopped on on my phone and had a look. What's the next station? Which was about 25 k's away. Yeah. And I realized, actually, this is the last train. So there's no trains going back. So I rocked up 
in a place called Art Goldau, which is about 25 k's from Lucerne or 20-25. So all right, so I've got four hours to the next train goes back. It was about 1.30 or 2 o'clock or something like that. And then um, thought, all right, let's see how much a taxi costs. <laughs> I walked over and had a taxi and said how much it's going to cost to get home. He's like 200 francs. Oh, Jesus. So 200 francs, if you convert that to Australian dollars, is about 300 bucks. Or 270. Yeah. So I thought, well, you're ripping me off, but no. So you just um, no, I'm not going to pay that. So I Googled accommodation and there was a hotel nearby. Walked over to the hotel. Yeah. There was someone there at reception, luckily. Actually, didn't really matter <laughs> in the end, but I walked in and I said, um, do you have any spare rooms? And they said, yeah, 200 francs. Oh, God. I just thought, oh, so the next train's coming in three and a half, four hours. I just went, <laughs> no, nah, I'm not doing it. My pride got the better of me. No, nah, I'm not paying 200 no, bucks. I'm not yeah. getting ripped off for 200 Swiss francs. Went and found a garden in front of an apartment. Yeah. An apartment block and just... Was it cold? Lie down. It was start of autumn. So it was pretty cold. It was probably yeah. like now. Okay, cold. Here. Yeah, so about 20 cold. during the day and yeah. maybe about seven, eight degrees at night. So I just found this garden in front of this apartment complex. Someone probably would have seen me, but yeah. used my bag as a pillow, used my jacket as, <laughs> as like a blanket, yeah. set my alarm about four times so that I didn't... Mason. It. Um, but it was the worst night's sleep it was cold I was shivering yeah. I was in this garden I felt like a real I basically know what it feels like to be homeless yeah <laughs> that, the, I feel like the homeless are more prepared than you are like. but I didn't tell anyone really that because I felt a bit embarrassed yeah so I've woken up about half an hour before the next train or the first train um, was due to arrive and then got home had about an hour of sleep and then went to work yeah I mean, I've done... That's that's crazy. That's funny. Sleeping in a garden and the people... Pe- might, people would have seen me. Yeah. I would have been this homeless person in the, in the base of the mountains, basically. <laughs> it's so good. It's so funny. When we were in Amsterdam, I think I'd... <laughs> you slept under a car. Yeah, I couldn't, cause I couldn't figure out where I was, so I just needed a nap to, to compose myself. <laughs> and then I woke up and only like 100 metres from the hotel. <laughs> it was so close. And then, yeah, slept at a train station because I missed the train. So it just happens. It just happens, yeah. It's uncomfortable though because you know, I feel you know, I feel safe. Like, no, and the not that Switzerland Switzerland's a pretty safe place, really safe country, but I found out maybe a year later that the train station so where I slept in in this garden was about hundred meters from the train station. <laughs> and I found out that, that train station has the most crime in Switzerland. Oh really? Yeah. Most crime. Most crime. So sorry. like somebody spat so gum every, on the, so on the every station. Every four years someone's yeah. Space, yeah. <laughs> No, there's a few stabbings there and things like that. Well, also lucky you didn't stay there then, maybe. <sighs> and would have been pretty unlucky. Didn't have to defecate in their garden, did you? Help? I didn't on this occasion. Not more to this story. On this occasion, no, because there were public toilets. Throw away another pair of undies. Maybe there was. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't really. Should we ring up our guest? Oh yeah, that reminds me. I've got to get them my speaker and yeah. go through the 25 minutes of setup now. So, we'll <laughs> so do that. our next guest, his name's Dan. So Dan's from Tasmania. He's a, a keen surfer, family man, really good guy. I met him in Switzerland when he was there with his partner. His partner actually studied with Domenica, so um, both got Swiss partners. Oh, yeah. Cool guy. Lives in a great place of the world, which I'm looking forward to going to. Taswija, yeah. Hopefully next year. Tazzy is on my list, so I'll go get my speaker. Let's and... give him a call. Yeah, do that. Hey Dan, how's it going? Hey, good, how are you? Yeah, pretty good here. Um, thanks for joining us today. No worries. Thanks for having me. Awesome. How are things in um, Tasmania? Cold? Not too bad, actually, at the moment. Sort of daytime temps of sort of, you know, early teens. <laughs> that's like... Uh, shorts weather then. Yeah, that's yeah, that's shorts then, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, the apprentice at work still wearing shorts. <laughs> Jeez, we're um, we've got eighteen degrees today, and um, I've got a big jumper on, and even Domenica's mum's here over from Switzerland, and uh, she's got a big puffer jacket on. <laughs> no, come on. Yeah, I know. We're Thank a bit. You. I, I I do wear thermals to work. <laughs> we're a bit uh, soft over here in the west when it comes to to the cold. I think I'm wearing a t-shirt, so <laughs> I'm all good. Sorry, Dad. It's nice to meet. It's Ben here. How are you going? 
Yeah, good, mate. How are you? Yeah, I'm well, thank you. Well, thank you. Uh, we're, so, you've been in Tassie, mate. You'll have to get down. I've been to Tassie once. Actually, my grandparents used to live there, and I think my uncle currently resides there. It's a, yeah, it is a beautiful place. Oh, yeah. What part of town? Uh, so they lived in, I think it's closer to Launceston, sort of around the Bay of Fires area, off memory. Oh, nice. Yeah. Beautiful. So, yeah, that was pretty... That was It was a while ago we went down there. Was, I think it was 2002, but... Definitely yep. back on the list to come on down. Yeah, absolutely. Get back down here. So Dan, um, Ben, and I, we're, we're sort of we love to get in the ocean and um, we drag a little bit. We're sort of the bodyboarders. <laughs> Being in Tasmania, there's there's quite a bit of surf going on there, and um, you're a keen surfer yourself. Um, how did you get into surfing? Uh, well, it sort of started pretty late with surfing. Yeah, an older friend took me that was just traveling back into they were from tasmania <clears throat> had traveled to the mainland and took up surfing themselves and then when they came back they took me for a surf and left again a week later and i sort of missed it after they left and brought myself aboard and went and fluffed around in the surf for a couple of years before i could actually get to my feet <laughs> it was a bit of a learning experience and um yeah then i met met a mate through skating and he was pretty keen to take up surfing, and then that sort of started me going a lot more often because I had someone to go with, and yeah, it just progressed from there. What sort of surf breaks? Was it beach breaks or, or like reef breaks? Or yeah, mainly beach. Yeah, pretty much consistently beach. There was a few points that I got to. That was where I actually first stood up and got my first proper green face without just going straight. <laughs> um, <laughs> and from then I was hooked. You've been to Perth, you know how it's like over here. We've got uh, quite a few straight waves and um, wow. it's very average here, the yeah. beach breaks. But you've surfed here as yeah, well, yeah. have you? Yeah, a little bit, a little bit, not a lot. Yeah, so it's. Um, I don't think you're missing yeah. too much. No, no, I definitely, <laughs> I, I um, similarly travelled uh, down south a bit further to Gracetown for my brother's wedding. Um, probably about 10 years ago and didn't take a board and uh, just had pumping North Point to look at from our accommodation for a week straight with <laughs> no board, so that was pretty disappointing. That, that's always um, the case, isn't it, when you don't take a board? Oh, mate, it was, yeah, yeah. I was there for other reasons, though, and it was still a great trip. Yeah, no, that's cool. How do you, um, the Tassie surf scene, how do you, um, how is it different from, like, the mainland? From what I've experienced, it's just less crowded yep. and a little bit more chill. Like there's, I don't know, on the mainland there seems to be a, a lot of really good surfers to start off with and then that brings a bit of machoism, but we don't sort of have that sort of scene down here at all. It's just even like the top surfers down here will still come and surf two-foot beaches with you and, you know, you're surfing guys that surf shippies. So it's, yeah, just a very relaxed scene down here. That's Tassie just generally though, right? Not just the surfing? Pretty much, yeah. It's the whole vibe. Anywhere you go, go to the shop, go to the pub, go anywhere. Everyone's happy to help, and yeah, it's just a friendly place to be. We're planning, um, Domenica and I. I think I might maybe mention it to you, but we're hoping to come over in in mid March or early April um, to sort of experience it. It's been on the list, but with you know the COVID and lockdowns and all these restrictions, and now a child, so we can't wait to get over and and hopefully we can do a couple of trips with you guys. Yeah, absolutely. Be keen as we'd be happy. We've got a bed here for you and a little cot for Juniper, so you'll be sorted. <laughs> awesome. So, <laughs> so now with um, with you've got a family, so you're a family of four. Yeah. What are your sort of, four now. What do your surf trips and coastal trips look like these days? Um, they're few and far between. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, not so much coast trips and that anymore. Like, you do get away with the boys every now and then. But yeah. um, it's more just sort of hanging out at the local beaches. We're pretty lucky where we live. We've got a beach just one minute down the road that gets reasonably consistent surf. kind of can be straight at times. It's very sand-dependent, but gets good waves. Um, there is a reef out the front that breaks when it's bigger as well, or two, two, two reefs, actually. So pretty lucky for for wave options around here. Um, so we normally just do day trips, sort of get up as early as we can, have breakfast, meet with the local guys around here that all have kids that are sort of our age and shoot on down to the beach with our 
tents and stuff and all the dads looking like pack horses carrying all the gear in <laughs> and then set up on the beach and then it's sort of a juggle with uh, who's surfing and who's watching the kids between the mums and the dads. <laughs> that's sort of, I think, that's sort of my future, I think. <laughs> <laughs> You'll what be. you've got for, to look forward to. You'll be on the beach, Albert. Dominic will be out there dominating waves. It's generally how it goes with me too. Lisa goes out when it's <laughs> nice and glassy and still good and once it turns on shore, I get a turn. <laughs> How's her surfing going? Um, I guess you taught her, like she taught you snowboarding? No, well, she actually already surfed from when she lived in Mexico. Oh, no, wow. Surfing, yeah, surfing's kind of what got us together. Oh, nice. Oh, that's cool. Um, Domenica, I've got her. She was super keen when she rocked up to Perth, um, started catching some of the green waves, but unfortunately she broke her ankle, so that stopped her, oh, no. her surf career for a while, and now we've got a little child. But I'm trying to get her back into it because she grew up in Switzerland and can snowboard pretty well and can ski and, and things like that. But even being someone who can snowboard pretty well, surfing, she's found it pretty difficult. It's such a hard sport. Even I find it. I've got a softie and I've got Wasn't a that hard. hard board. <laughs> I find it. Did you find it as well really hard to learn? Surfing, for sure. But, well, you've seen me snowboarding in Switzerland as well. Like, <laughs> wow, it does not translate the other direction. <laughs> yeah, I think I'll spend a... Uh, most of my time quivering and on the bum, so. <laughs> you had a bit of a stack, uh, I remember that. Yeah, yeah, that was, yeah, it's a GoPro in the top pocket, that was silly. And <laughs> I had a, I had a, um, a warning not to put my hands down if your toe side yeah. is going to fall because you can break your wrist, so I just like dolphined onto my chest and, yeah, <laughs> forgot that I had my GoPro in there and hurt oh. <laughs> my ribs quite badly. Ouch. With, um, we're talking about surfing, so with you, you've got two little kids now, or you've got a toddler and a baby. Um, yeah, yeah. When's the point where sort of you get them on the surfboard? So with Isla, she's three now, we probably started popping her on a surfboard when she was maybe 18 months old. She hasn't really taken to it, unfortunately. Okay. She sort of gets a bit overwhelmed by the board and everything in the yeah. water. Yeah, she's she's done swimming since six months old, and she's great at swimming and loves the water and everything. But yeah, just not quite there with the board yet. So I think the best thing though is like not to be too persistent. Just okay. sort of go and surf, and then they sort of see you surf, and then they want to do it because we haven't surfed for a while because we've been busy with the house and stuff. Yeah. And um, yeah, she quite often asks to go surfing now. So it'll be interesting next time we go to the beach. I was going to ask you now, um, Juniper, she's 10 weeks old, so she's still a bit young, <laughs> but um, I, I was going to ask you what are some tips, because I love to be in the water, whether it's on the softboard or, or on the boogie board, um, and I was just, I, I can't wait till she's sort of old enough to enjoy it, but I guess your tip would be don't be too persistent. Yeah, I think so. I think so. Just let them sort of learn to love it. If, if they're around it, like... They're sponges. They like everything that you do. They yeah. pick up absolutely everything you do. So if you if you if you do that enough, and they're there to sort of experience it, because they're always there having plays on the beach with their friends and stuff, and are around it. So eventually they're gonna get curious, I assume, and want to go out together. And yeah, hopefully it's not too far away. Yeah, let's hope so. I've got a question. Perth is known, or maybe WA is known, as a little bit a bit sharky is Tassie how is the scene over there is are, are sharks sort of on the mind over there yeah don't come here they're everywhere <laughs> <laughs> just trying to keep us away from Tasmania <laughs> keep all these mainlanders yeah. away yeah. mate did you did you not see the story they even ate people out of boats what really what happened there oh was that like a year ago wait is this a movie yeah a year Jaws. ago the boy up on the on the north coast that got taken out of the boat by a shark and his father jumped in to safety holy shit oh i remember that vaguely yeah now yeah <laughs> jesus yeah, yeah don't come here <laughs> <laughs> jesus christ what type of shark was it uh i'm not sure um yeah i don't know if they actually know what sort of shark it was i think it was kind of just one of those moments, the kid was reaching overboard to wash a bait board and he got grabbed by the arm and dragged in and his father jumped in and, yeah, the rest history. Do you not remember seeing that then? No, I was saying I saw that 1975 movie Jaws. But <laughs> <laughs> it was. 
similar thing. I'll send you a link. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, yeah. Wow, that's 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 amazing. That's crazy. Yeah, I thought the sharks sort of steered clear of the cooler waters, which I would have thought would Tassie would have had, but no. Yeah, look. To be honest, it's not really in your mind. Yeah. You hear stories from the divers and stuff, and that was pretty heavily in the news. But you know, yeah, I've never seen one in the water. Yeah, I don't think anybody really does until it's too late, right? <laughs> well, yeah, this is true. That's right. <laughs> you know, when we're out on the board sitting there, you just see like a big shadow. It's like, oh, God, oh, it's okay, Stingray. And yeah, yeah, you're just hoping, just hoping. That's, That's only seaweed. Yeah, well, yeah, because I remember we saw a, um, what is it, a seal or something yeah, that came up next seal. to us and just stuck its head up, gave us a bit of a smile. And think, wait, don't sharks eat seals? <laughs> we better get out of here. <laughs> they can spook you, hey? Yeah. Massively, yeah. Yeah, yeah sort of cool we when you first see it. On the weekend with seals, actually, um, we were just setting the net out in the bay in front here and out in the little tinny with the kids, and um, there was a colony of probably 20 or 30 seals that were just sort of cruising alongside the boat, and then they sort of like cruised behind the boat and were like playing along in the waves and then overtook us and sort of, followed them for a bit it was yeah really cool experience i've never really seen seals jumping in and out of the water acting like dolphins but yeah it was amazing that's awesome that's amazing especially to see 20 of them i've only ever seen maybe a few um yeah it's absolutely crazy i put it on my insta have, have a good i did i think i did see that yeah that was that was um was that on in the morning your way to work or something like that or yeah, was that yeah. Just, yeah 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 so what do you do for work mate? Yeah, so- uh, I'm a mechanic by trade. Okay. I um, manage a small workshop for, well, yeah, one of my good mates down here. So, very lucky. It's just 15 minutes up the road. So Beautiful. Close to work, close to the beach, living the dream. Yeah, yeah. Got, got very, very lucky. The house that you're building looks amazing. Yeah, cheers, mate. We're absolutely stoked with it, eh? It's just a um, very tiny little place, but, yeah, it's, it's perfect. It's all we need. I'll show you a few photos, man. It's... The location is just pretty epic, really. Yeah, it's amazing. It's just a little 70 square metre floor with a 28 metre mezzanine bedroom. And yeah, we got very lucky with the block of land, got it quite cheap a few years ago before everything went silly right on the water. And yeah, just just luck, eh? <laughs> have, have things gone um, through the roof over there in the real estate market? It's, it's crazy. The block next door is for sale now, which is exactly the same as the block that we brought three years ago and it's tripled in price whoa <laughs> wow yeah everything's yeah, like that just gone silly down here a lot of through covid a lot of crew from the mainland just moved down here heaps should have told them the stuff the shark story kept them away <laughs> <laughs> yeah we tried we tried but it doesn't work, no. <laughs> it doesn't work. <laughs> um with the um keeps them out though that sorts them out this time of year yeah <laughs> <laughs> talking about waves and things like that um ship sterns yeah you haven't surfed it which i think there's a good reason there i think most people wouldn't surf it but you've been sort of to the location what's it like there the whole environment oh it's amazing it's breathtaking to be honest the walk in pretty nice just you know dense forest waves up onto the lookout where you can see down where you've probably seen quite a few shots of shippies from the distance yeah. right up high from the northern end of it and that's sort of you know, taken from up on the lookout and then from there you sort of wind down through the forest up onto the top of the cliff and then you scramble down the cliff through a track and you're just at the base of what's called the ship sterns bluff with that um, wave in front of you and yeah as you, as you sort of say you know we, some people don't surf it like even standing in front of it on the shore it's it's intimidating yeah it's a uh, yeah it's a lot of water moving that's off to the guys that paddle out there eh? oh it's ridiculous it's got that little ledge as well that sort of pokes out mid-surf yeah. doesn't it yep and they just play with that now they just yeah it's they're trying to get behind it <laughs> <laughs> what sort of size are we talking here well at what size does it work does it work when it's small as well no, so I wish it did. Otherwise, I'd be able to say it's, I'd surf shipping. <laughs> we did a uh, <laughs> we did a few missions on um, swells where we thought it'd be sort of six foot and might actually be surfable, but not as hectic as it gets. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, no luck. It just doesn't do it. It has to be sort of, I'd say, ten foot plus. 
Yeah, it's, it's mental. I saw, um, yeah. was, it, was it Nathan Florence was there pretty recently with some of the yeah. local crew? Yeah, he had a great time in Tassie, apparently. Yeah, that looked awesome. It's, um, yep. What a wave, hey? Sort of, I guess, Shipsterns oh. and, and maybe the right down here in Western Australia are two of the sort of most intimidating and um, awesome-looking waves. Love to give, uh, was it Nazaree oh. a, a try? <laughs> yeah, but Nazaree is different to Shipsterns and, and the right. They're just... The way they look, the way they work, yeah. it's just crazy, aren't they? The right's next level again, though, how you like. Yeah, it's... Um, do you know um, Andrew Seamark? No. The photographer? No, uh, no. Um, where I'm working at the moment, we're doing a, a new label. Um, so I work for a wine company, and we're using these images of him, and he's a surf photographer, and he's actually um, we're using some images of the right. Oh, awesome. So it's, uh, yeah, no. The wine labels. Yeah, wine label. So it's a new range that we're releasing. It's, um, Unreal, I'd buy that for sure. Yeah, it looks pretty wicked. I'll, I'll send you some photos. It's still a little bit hush-hush at the moment. It's going to launch next yep. month. But, yeah, it's sort of we've used the right. I, yeah, I'm pretty sure it's the right. Wow, so our eight listeners are getting a scoop. <laughs> getting a scoop. <laughs> <laughs> you got nine now. Yeah. Nine, oh, yeah. That's <laughs> going exponentially and Lisa will probably listen too so that's 10 awesome Jeez. double figures yes <laughs> yeah <laughs> you, uh, that's you, awesome you probably get this a lot and you're probably sick of people asking from the mainland but Tassie Tiger is it still around wow such a hard one definitely not sick of the question I could talk about it for hours <laughs> I want to believe yes but I haven't seen one so who knows they're a nocturnal animal though apparently okay last seen in 1930, I think the last one was captured. But there's a guy on the northeast coast, Andrew Orchard, who reckons that he has sort of photography where he's set up cameras in the bush for the last however many years, 20 or 30 years, and he has skulls and photos of animals that have been torn apart in certain ways that apparently his father had told him that only a uh, thylacine would tear an animal apart because apparently they only took the best organs and the eyes. But yeah, he seems pretty certain about it, but I've never seen one, so very hard to say. Have you ever, any of your sort of circle of friends or um, family, anyone had any experiences of seeing one? Look, there's, there's old tales. My grandfather was alive when they were still about, so when he was hunting oh, in the bush and stuff, obviously yeah. he was he seen them. Yeah. I think they had a huge cull just before he was born. Or while he was a, a younger man, actually, and then by yeah. the time he'd started hunting, there there wasn't so many left. But yeah, yeah, he definitely had some stories of seeing them. We don't have anything like that over here, do we? Like, that, I don't know we've got plenty of probably extinct creatures, but we don't have a Bigfoot yeah, or a thylacine or no. Yeah. I believe you guys had them originally. They just were extinct about twenty thousand years before Tasmania. Yeah, I think something like that. I believe some of the theories going around was the dingo. Uh, wipe them yeah. out or, or they were competition because I think the thylacine yeah. was a solitary animal while the dingo is sort of yep. a pack um, similar size mm -hmm. and I think that's what I've heard but and they probably would have um, both predators probably had the same prey so yeah. if they were pack hunting and took all their prey that could definitely have contributed to it probably in the th and the thylacine didn't or doesn't have the advantage, not like a cat that can just jump in the tree <laughs> and pick off the Yeah, player. exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're at a loss, eh? Yeah, they are. At the moment, Indonesia's pumping, I think. Um, is it Mentor? Is it Mentor Wars? Or how, how do you say it? Yeah, the Mentor Wars. Yeah. yeah, that looks like it's pumping. You've been to Indo and you've had a pretty cool surf trip there. Yeah, I've been um, to North Sephora in the Mentor Wars. That was a uh, pretty interesting trip. <laughs> How was that with waves and crowds and the locals? Waves, amazing. Yeah. Although we were there for two weeks and we got probably four days of storm, just full <laughs> storm, torrential rain, and we were staying. We were at a land-based camp. It had only just been built; hadn't quite even been finished. There was, <laughs> there was actually another couple that was meant to be staying there at another hut that they were frantically trying to build for the three days that we had, the first three days that we'd been there before they had arrived, trying to finish it off and didn't quite get it done. So when they arrived, they just turned straight back around and left. <laughs> but other than that, it pumped the whole time. And the crew that were there were just amazing. Um, Luping was the boat driver 
name and yeah, he just took us to Epic Surf, the I suppose probably the best known break around there would have been telescopes. Yeah. But we got that good a couple of times, but probably mostly surf scarecrows and icelands. And then on a couple of days when it gets too big out the back and too big for me, sort of over six foot. Yeah. There was a inner reef that would break that's called suicides or suies. That was pretty much the only right-hander in our region, but it was super shallow. But being a regular footer, I was like, oh, that doesn't, it's not so bad. It's not as bad as being backhand. Yeah. So, um, yeah, got, got a surf there that, yeah, it was amazing. I surfed there for pretty much eight hours straight, and I didn't even get out of the water to have a drink, which was a silly idea, because when I did have to paddle back to our long boat, I was pretty much uh, needing to be pulled in <laughs> to the boat because <laughs> I was so dehydrated. Wow, that sounds amazing. And was it just you and the crew there or was it...? A... Yeah, no, so I went with a um, crew of mates. There was another four of us there as well. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, it was really good. The trip over was a um, bit of a story. It was a, uh, a, a bit of a mission, but I think all trips when you uh, travel through Padang and up to the Mentowies uh, have a good story to go with them. Yeah, I'm sure. That sounds epic. That's also one of the places, um, Indonesia. I've been to Bali like every Western Australian has, but um, I'd be keen to sort of... It's so good there. Yeah, it is, and I'd like to just see all the other islands and what they have to offer. Because like you said, there's there's pumping surf and really there's also nice nature and relatively cheap. Yeah, it is. It's so cheap. And like hopping islands in between... Like if you leave from Bali as a central hub and then fly sort yeah. of to Jakarta and then Sumatra and up, it's like 50 bucks a flight. It's so cheap to do. That's awesome. Yeah. Oh, yeah. to travel. Yeah. With, with kids now, though, it's just, you know, like I wouldn't be keen to do that trip with two children that are this young. Oh, potentially, if Ozzy was three, um, if he was Oz's age and I was five, then it might be, but at the moment, like, yeah. I sort of want those securities for a young child, hey? And yeah. Even Bali seems a long way away, but at least they've got a good hospital and infrastructure there and still a beautiful place in good ways. So For sure. I think that'll be our next trip. Well, we've got a room in Perth here for you as well, if you want to come beautiful. over to the west. Absolutely. Yeah, it was funny. Um, you spoke about where we surf, where you can see buildings and things like that. You thought that was pretty weird, didn't you? I'm so strange. Yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah I have. Um, yeah, we definitely don't have that view here anywhere. I think your view is probably better than ours. <laughs> I mean, we've got the odd point break that sort of wraps around a golf course, but that's <laughs> Yeah, it's funny. Um, I uh, sent Sir Fury to Dan. Oh, yeah. And he thought it was just crazy that we had, you know, at um, Rendezvous, that yeah. building just oh, okay. poking out. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I just assume buildings were everywhere, but... What we, um, we like to ask our guests to what would you rather. I've got one for you if you're keen to answer. For sure. This question I've got is... Would you rather wear undies that are two sizes too small every day or wear blurred glasses every day? I'm going to have to go with the scrubs, mate. I wouldn't be able to get around with the glasses. <laughs> <laughs> Just put them on backwards, they'll be right. <laughs> and you've had two kids now anyway, so... <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, two and done. That's out of, out of the box thinking, eh? Turn around backwards, basically like wearing a G-string. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Pull it over the side, it'll be fine. That's it. <laughs> How about you, Ben? Uh, yeah, probably the undies. I wear glasses now, so when I don't wear glasses, everything's blurry, and it's just shit. <laughs> <laughs> just yeah, yeah. Not being able to see. What about you, Albert? Well, now I've got a, um, I've got one child now at least, so I think I'd probably go the undies. I have in the past, when I was a kid, once or twice had to wear undies that were too small, <laughs> for whatever reason. <laughs> but, uh, Is that because you had to use them as toilet paper? <laughs> Possibly. <laughs> it happens. Yeah, it happens. It happens to Albert quite frequently by the sounds of it. Yeah. I've been yeah, unhappy. It here at times as well, and uh, the response we generally get from uh, our daughter is, doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks heaps for joining us. Really appreciate it. It's great to have um, talked to someone in, in Tasmania, a place that Ben and I, or Ben's been, but we're super keen to get back or, or go there for the yeah, first time and explore us like the, the last frontier yeah. for, for us over Absolutely. here. Absolutely. You've got to get down here. We will. It's a pretty uh, good place for food as well, I understand, being a... Albert calls me a foodie, but come down for some food. Yeah, we get... We're getting well known for that now for good produce and yeah, 
funny actually. We're just sort of um, partner and I are sort of dabbling in um, growing some organic mushrooms. We've just started, so hopefully that takes off and turns into something cool. Excellent. Yeah. Nice. Nice. I like mushrooms. Magic mushrooms. Oh. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Microdosing on magic mushrooms. It's all the rage at the moment. <laughs> There's plenty of them down here if that's your flavour. Yeah. Come and make a risotto. <laughs> a risotto and then have a few in the rooms. Yeah. I can definitely point you in the right direction. Excellent. Sounds good. Thanks heaps for joining us, Dan. Have a good evening and um, have, uh, yeah, have a good weekend and we'll have to catch up soon. Absolutely, mate. Would love to. Thanks awesome. for having me. Awesome. Thanks, Anne. Nice to chat to you. Nice to meet you. You too, Ben. And uh, say hi to Lisa. I will do. Say hi to Domenica and Juniper for us. I will do. Thanks, mate. No worries, mate. Chat soon. See ya. Call ended. Cool. Good chat. Yeah. Got another perspective on Tasmania. Family man life, which I'm I'm experiencing. Tassie's cool. Yeah, you're right. I'd love to get down to Tassie again and see it as an adult. I was there as a... You know, as a 17-year-old. As a stupid teenager. Yeah, now I'd like to go as a stupid adult. <laughs> you know, just have a bit more fun and appreciate things a little bit more. What I thought... So, it's my week for Can You Drink It? Slash Blend? Slash How Good Can It Drink? Oh, yeah. Did you bring something? I did bring something. Oh, okay, I didn't. Okay. So, I thought we... In the last few weeks, the blends have been pretty good. Like Really good. They've been really good. Mm. And I want to go back to our roots. Oh, and something that potentially won't taste okay. very nice. Yeah. Plus, I want to go healthy. So let's go something healthy. And you like your bacon? Oh, yes. Bacon is, yes. Very so fun. what we're going to blend is a Caesar salad. Oh, okay. So let's Wait, see how that goes. So really? bacon, lettuce, some cheese, mm. some dressing, croutons, maybe even a bit of egg. Maybe not. Is there egg in Caesar salad? Oh, there's boiled egg, yes. I'll have to check if the one that I bought has got egg in there. Oh, okay. How do you um, feel about that? What's the liquid we're going to use to blend it? Or is it... Lettuce has got a little bit of water in there. We've got some dressing. Okay, so we're going to drink a sludge. <laughs> um, a healthy sludge. This is interesting. Yeah, because I was talking to another recent listener at work, Tammy, and she was asking about the blends and yeah. if, we'd, you know, if we'd done anything disgusting. And I told her about the meat pie and the... Yeah. Aspergy bolognese. Uh, so now I'm, I'm interested. This you might. You weren't work. expecting that. Were you? I wasn't expecting because I thought we'd put this behind us, Albert. <laughs> Wanted to enjoy life. I mean, nah, right. we're going back to our roots. Let's try something that probably doesn't taste very nice. Blended. Okay. Let's see if it will drink. Let's do it. Can't drink it. It's fucking worse than the pie. No, it's not worse. Than no, that. I'm gonna say it's not that bad. It's not that. No, oh, it's. I feel like it's more like a what's that? What's a cold soup called? Like a. <laughs> it's not good, but I really don't think that. I think that's fine. <laughs> I'm gonna call it. I think that's fine. It's so disgusting. It's right? like a soup. It's a cold soup. Yeah, consomme. Is that what a cold soup is? I think. You're enjoying that. I wouldn't go that far, but... I could use some salt and pepper, I think. Probably a little bit. Uh, but I would say that's way better than sp- than the spaghetti bolognese and better than the meat pie. You know, like, because it's quite sludgy and then pouring it into my mouth, like, you can see it coming and I'm just... And I don't like <laughs> that it. That made sense. You know, but pouring it into my mouth, I can see it coming. But it's slowly, it's like lava. I guess now I know how, like, porn stars feel. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's fine. Mm. I don't really like it. Ugh. No, not good. Thank you. <laughs> no, thank you. Please, sir, may I not have another? So what's next? Next week? No, what's uh, oh, next? Oh, what do you want to talk about? Yeah. So you sent the itinerary through. There's a TV show called Hunted coming out. Oh, yeah. And I think it's a start off in the US or something, but the basic premise of it is if you a bunch of people get dropped off in the heart of Melbourne, I think it is, mm. And they, they're in a van and they're essentially fugitives from the law. So they, they get released from the van and they need to flee and escape and evade capture by a group of bounty hunters or people hunting them down. 
with all the cameras and technology that's going around, it's, you know, see how long you can last before getting captured. So I thought that's a pretty cool. I'm pretty certain that I came up with this idea years ago and, and Channel 10 have just gone, thanks Ben, should have turned your microphone off on your phone, but now we've got this <laughs> Emmy award winning TV show <laughs> coming through. But I sort of thought, how long do you reckon you'd last? Do you have, what would you, would you have tactic? Could you do it? Do you, would you have a tactics? You're wearing a hoodie now, so I can see you're already basically prepared. When you originally told me about this show, I got really excited and I thought it was going to be dropped off in a forest or bush or something oh, like okay, that. Yeah. And then they'd have time, two, three hours to sort of escape and then be hunted. Yeah, no. They, <laughs> so I was getting... Did you see the trailer? I got a little bit excited about it. I yeah. Like, oh, cool, in the bush. Yeah. Hopefully they do do one like that. Um, I didn't watch the trailer. I had a look and Googled it. I saw that in the UK and Italy and Germany, they've got hunted as well. Oh, okay. Celebrity hunted. Okay, so we're a little bit behind eight ball. That'll so be next we're a little season. Bit behind. I'm keen to watch it. If I do well, I think I do pretty well. Yeah. So you're you're in a van. Mm-hmm. You're not blindfolded or anything. The doors fly open. You're at uh, I guess Southern Kings Cross. No, Southern Cross. What's the one in Melbourne? Melbourne. Flinders Street train station. I think yeah. it is the main one. You're there and you're released. What do you? What do you? What's your first move? How much time do I have before they start tracking me and following? Me? I think they're actually so. After watching the ad, they're basically watching you from the get go. So mm. they've got a, a helicopter overhead, and so they sort of see you scatter. Um, I don't know how they determine who to focus on, which groups, because you know, let's say there's ten people. Do they say follow yeah. these two? There, it's an old lady with a with a walking stick. We'll get yeah. her first. Uh, so I don't know. So my tactic would be go underground. So hop in the train station. Wear already, wear already a layer of clothing that I don't need to wear. Okay. Take off that jumper. Mm-hmm. So maybe I've got a t-shirt on. Maybe I've got then a hat that appears. I'm okay. wearing a hat. I'm wearing different clothes to mm-hmm. what I right. was when I entered the train station. Yep. And then casually walk out. Mm-hmm. And the aim would be for me is to find a safe location and try and wait it out because they'd be hunting... That it be expect they would expect me to be moving around, and I would try and find a safe hide location. It. Yeah, hide what, it what, what would your safe location be? Like not a friend's house or anything, because that's you know if you watch TV, they like check his friends and relatives. You could sleep in a garden somewhere, hide in a garden. Like I've a got experience night, in that. Home. Yeah, <laughs> I'd have to think about it a little bit. Um, I'm not too sure, but just thinking of the born, the oh, born yeah, identity, yeah, okay. all those trying to disguise my yeah. Be in a disguise, so wear different clothes, like I said. And I don't think I think moving too much allows them to you make too many mistakes. Yeah, so okay. trying to minimise your movement, mm. and then that reduces the chances of them finding you. You being on a camera or things yeah. like that. Maybe. How about you? Yeah, I'm not sure. I think maybe try and go to like a crowded place, so they perhaps lose you in the crowd. Maybe so they've got all this facial recognition. But if you can get amongst people and sort of duck and weave between people, and then maybe get through, get in the, get lost in the crowd then sort of make some sort of distraction i don't know what that would be but maybe stab somebody <laughs> not on a tv show but i think maybe i yeah, just try to get lost in the crowd and then like I said are they tracing with... credit cards and things like that i don't know i've just seen the, the one advertisement i'm not sure. i assume because what you could do is if they're tracing that mm. use a card buy a train ticket mm. I would avoid public transportation, I think. But you buy it, but you don't hop on it. Oh, okay. So you so jump they, on the internet, like one ticket to So Perth. they believe that you've used your card to buy Mis- a train De- ticket. Misdeception, yeah. Then they look at all the, I guess, the schedule and when, what trains are coming and leaving. Yep. And then put them on the wrong track. Ah, well, nice, nice train pun. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> Was that intentional? No. Okay. <laughs> so, okay. Yeah, I think we'd get caught pretty quick by the sounds of it then. <laughs> Maybe a fake mustache. Yeah, because I'm not growing one. <laughs> I asked you the question, things you regret buying. Oh, yeah. I had bugger all, but I want to do a, a shout out to Ballerine that yeah. he recommended this movie called Joe's Apartment. Oh, yeah. Keanu what Reeves, a you know, shit right? movie. Really? No, it's that guy from Sliders. Oh, that guy, yeah. What a shit movie, and I regret yeah. paying $5.90 really? for that DVD. That's one of the, the cockroaches yeah. in the toilet, yeah. Like really? a semi-musical as well, and yeah, I don't okay. like musicals. Yeah. So, Ballerine, that was crap. Okay. And I don't think I've brought it up enough. That you regret that? Yeah. Okay. That's good, yeah. Fair enough. How about you? I purchased some ribbed condoms, and turns out they don't taste anything like ribs. So. 
That is a shocker. <laughs> that's a shocker. Your dad jokes. But no, <laughs> that's not that's not true. They that tastes exactly like ribs. Chewing gum. The microphones, multiple microphones for this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Just buying one a week. I regret that. So people listening for the first time, Ben has bought three or four microphones. Oh, yeah. We're using, what are we using now? We're using the original microphone, the OG from Kmart, the little Onco. And you've got it on a... I've got it on a tube from a empty uh, paper towel. <laughs> <laughs> it does the job, right? It elevates it to mouth height. Yeah, I guess that sort of slides into the next one. Like Sometimes you buy things, you try to go on the cheap, so you, yeah. and then you have to end up buying the more expensive yeah. thing. So I, I bought a, a coffee grinder a, a little while ago, mm-hmm. and I was standing at the at the shop, and the coffee grinder, the, the manual one was like half the price of the electric one. I thought, I'll just buy the manual one. I'll grind it. It's not, no, no big deal. I bring it home, and man, it takes a long time to manually grind coffee, so I'm just sitting there regretting like this... Looking forward to a coffee, but like 15 minutes of grinding, just getting angry over <laughs> coffee. And then I thought, I'm going to go buy the electric one now. And yeah. it actually went on sale literally like the week after I purchased it. So it ended up being the same price as the manual one if I'd have just waited a week <laughs> to buy it anyway. So, yeah, that was annoying. You mentioned millennials now. Are the number one age group? Is that mm-hmm. in Australia or sort of worldwide? Australia. Just believe, Australia, yeah. yeah. How, how do you feel about that being... Most important group in Australia? Important. I, there's a difference between the most and also being the most important. Well, do you think we're the most important group? I'd say so. We can change how the, I guess, thinking and policies and what's yeah. important. I guess we are the last great generation <laughs> because everything after us is just downhill. Yeah. Right. I think we have the, the best of both worlds. I just think growing up we had... Like we'd experienced pre-sort of internet, yep. pre-smartphones, all that sort of stuff, social media, everything. But then we also were at the right age when it was sort of introduced. We mm. could adopt it and then move forward with technology now as it, as it sort of evolves. Except Bluetooth devices, they're just shit. <laughs> every week. Every week. But, you know, we're not like, you know, you go to your parents' house and every time I go to mum and dad's house, I've got to reset their password on something. Like, it's not like that. So I think, you know, we're, we're pretty well well-rounded generation yeah and you know not too soft not too hard <laughs> just mm-hmm. right I, I think that's true i think yeah. we've experienced that transition the digital age we've mm-hmm. been before that started and now we're we're amongst it and not too old to understand it yeah we're not getting left behind but you know then you talk to your, your young my nieces and nephews and they say things like what the hell are you talking about <laughs> so probably transitioning to old age now <laughs> back in my hit, day yeah because I was talking to some people at work and I've been at my job for quite a while and just talking 20, about... 24 years? Yeah, yes, 14, 14 years this year. But I was talking about, you know, I actually remember that we had typewriters in the office when I was not all that long ago, like, and even microfilm, microfish, I mean, you know what that no, is? What's that? So it's basically what it sounds like. I remember film from an old camera. Yeah. So I imagine that, but like... There's tiny little financial details or maps of things on there, and you use a machine called a microfiche. And you basically, you've probably seen TV, movies, and things where they go to the library and they've got like old newspaper reels on there and they're yeah. searching that. It's basically like that. So it's like, I remember oh, it, I've used yeah, it, yeah. that sort of thing before. Yeah. So again, like, I'm thinking, how old am I now? <laughs> but definitely the best generation. You have to have a really good wall that we could fight it, no? <laughs> I'd suck. That paintball. Oh, yeah, because you're too tall. You just I just tra- realised I got glasses that basically scratched up and I couldn't see a thing, <laughs> yeah. but I realised I'd be, I'd be gone in the first hour. You'd storm the beaches in Normandy and just... I'd hang in the boat. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'd go just tie my shoes, guys. Go on ahead without me. Just <laughs> catch right up. <laughs> so I reckon we're getting close to the end, do you think? Yes. Do you have... We do guess a movie pretty often. Oh, yeah. Do you have something else you wanted to chat about? So well, let's try and do some, get some famous quotes. Yeah. Yeah. So I googled a few today. Did you? Yeah. Same as me. Okay. And I don't know if you're going to get. You might get one of these. I think the same. Okay. Do you want to? Do you want to start? Go on then. No, I'll let you start. Okay. I'll start with this one. Rarely is the question asked, "Is our children learning?" Is our children learning? Yeah. This guy was prolific with his quotes. 
I knew when you mentioned that we we were going to swap out movies yeah. and do quotes that it was a bad idea. I'm going to struggle. Okay. Yeah, I was going to, I mean, Who is that? People say stuff all the time, right? Yeah. Just put yeah. some quotation marks yeah. over it as a quote. It's George, George Bush, George W. Bush. I thought when you a, said is our... Yeah. Oh, it, Did you think I had just a typo? I thought, the, I thought uh, grammar. Grammar's yeah. not great. Grammar's George not Ben's, Bush. Ben's yeah, best. Yeah. That was a good one. Mm. I've got an easy one for you. Okay. Float like a butterfly, sting <laughs> like a bee. That's... Um, Muhammad Ali. That's correct. Yes. Well done. Thank you. Uh, I'll give you one that you might get because this is a pretty famous person. Life is what happens when you are busy making other plans. I think I've gone too hard. I think I read this one. Yeah. Is this Einstein? No. Ah, uh, wait. Close. Nah. Close. Um, he was a genius. Thomas Edison? No. And full disclosure, I did not like verify these quotes I yeah. just found it and then said that'll do uh, John Lennon yeah was he on were you thinking John Lennon yeah, yeah okay. and uh, I just read that one today oh did you oh because you were looking for quotes and I was well. going to use one of John Lennon's one maybe it was that one no there was another one that he had anyway ah you shot me <laughs> here's one you have brains in your head you have feet in your shoes you can steer yourself in any direction you choose I read this one too can I remember who said it yeah <laughs> Uh, I think we went on the same We page. probably did, yeah. Just yeah. like the first result on, on uh, your brains in your head, feet on your shoes, you can steer your life in any direction you choose. Uh, who who would say that? Is that Einstein? It's not Einstein. Is it Einstein? No. What, who is it? Dr. Seuss. Dr. Seuss, that's right. <laughs> now it's so clear. I remember seeing it now. I can see the name. The green eggs and ham. Yeah, okay. Right, this is my final one. This is kind of, uh, mm -hmm. this is really good life advice too, I think. When you reach the end of your rope, Tie a knot in it and hang on. No idea. That's a good one. F FDR, Franklin D. Roosevelt. Roosevelt. Ah, yeah. President. Yeah. So, my last one. All right. He is simply a shiver looking for a spine to run up. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm going to give you a tip because there's no way you get it. Yeah. This is an Australian guy. Yeah. And let's say... He's a chopper read? He's in politics. Or he was in politics. Oh, okay. He was in politics. He's simple. Is it Paul Keating? Yeah. Well yeah. done, Ben. Yeah. Nice one. <laughs> that's a good one, though. That was good, yeah. Who so was he referring he, to? To a guy called John Hewson. Yeah. Who was the leader of the Liberal Party before John Howard. Yeah, it sounds... Because I think Paul Keating was quite brutal at times, right? He was yeah. uh, pretty witty. Yeah. yeah. Good. I thought that was a real good one. Good one, yeah. Yeah, a couple of... Crackers. So I think that's it. We're, I think we're done. We're an hour 13 again. I don't know where the time goes. Will you be cutting out some of the R's, some of the arms, some of the stutters? Yes. Well, I don't think that. I think we are getting better. No, I've no? definitely heard a few. Okay, but I'll know. cut them out. I'll leave a few in Probably there. 40% of me is going? I think about, yeah, so <laughs> 13 minutes on the podcast, <laughs> I think we'll have. I reckon about an hour we'll end up with. Cool. Well, um, had a good guest. So thanks again to Dan for joining. Yep. And to our listeners... We have a break for two, a week. Two weeks? A week break? Is it two weeks? At least at the... Well, we're catching up in two weeks to chat to someone over east again. Okay. So not this week, next week. Yeah. I will I'll be ready this time. No, I won't, no, I won't be. Because I'll be, be on right. holiday. It's just, you know, I always leave everything to the last minute. I do much better when I'm under pressure <laughs> and I've got to have something delivered by like, I've got 20 minutes. All something I'm, to live for. Whenever I do any sort of like assignment work or anything like that, it's like, yeah, I've got plenty of time. And then I sit there and just spew out everything the last couple of hours before due date so yeah that's how it is that's it working right. under pressure well thanks Ben cool talk to you in two weeks sounds good goodbye go listen up if you die can I have your car sweet <laughs> curious ramblings <laughs> oh bonjour behind